Welcome back, guys, to episode 20 of the Air It Out Fantasy Football League podcast, a part of the Air It Out Network. We are your hosts. I am Chantel, and Joe is with me, too. Find us on all platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, YouTube, Google Podcasts, and now iHeartRadio. So please like, follow, get notifications of new episodes and the like. It's so important to rate and review each episode and remember to support this podcast in the uh, link in the show description. Also follow us on Instagram at Air It Out Network. I really cannot believe how fast this season has gone by. This is our 20th episode, and I think it's a pretty good milestone. So I officially have dishpan hands. I lost a bet to my 17-year-old on the Green Bay-Dallas game. I know we'll get much, much deeper into that a little bit later. And normally I don't mind doing dishes, but it's something about being forced to do it when you've lost a bet that just sucks and it's the worst. But It looks like uh, Jordan Love made fools of us all, and I can't wait to talk about it a little bit down the line. But we've been on a little hiatus for a couple of weeks, and we've gotten a lot to uh, catch up on. Firings, hirings, wildcard weekend, the divisional rounds, and here we are with the conference championships coming up on Sunday. So let's get into it. First, the wildcard recaps, the Browns. Versus the Texans, C.J. Stroud is taking the league by storm. We initially talked about this game. We thought the rookie would be shaken up by the Browns' D, and he was anything but. He hung 45 on a top five, maybe even top three defense, of course. We saw the Texans then fall to the Ravens in the divisional round, but you can't deny he's definitely put his stamp on this season. I think I feel like he's put the league on notice, like he is here. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yep. And the Houston Texans, too. I mean, don't forget the score of that game, 45 to 14. 45. All right, on to the next one. The yep. Dolphins and the Chiefs in the modern-day ice bowl freezing <laughs> in Kansas City. I know. Another rookie one. with a coming-out party, Rasheed Rice. Nice game. Nice game. 30 yards, receiving a touchdown. And a down game for two, I thought, but in a very tough environment. You're traveling on the road. Mm-hmm. You're going to Kansas City, who's had a fantastic playoff record. We'll talk about them a little more on the show today. Yeah. And, no uh, surprises, I no think. Surprises. You know, I was pulling for the Dolphins, but I did. I think they kind of did what everybody thought, which was, you know, not play so great in that uh, all environment. They on yeah. both sides of the ball, yeah. So another playoff winner for the Chiefs. Yep. Right, on to the next one. No real surprise here. We both had this one as pretty much a lock. Mm-hmm. The Bills, 31. The Steelers, 17. Another masterpiece for Mr. Josh Allen, 203 yards passing, three touchdowns, and a 74-yard rushing day with a touchdown, including right. that 50-yarder he broke off. Crazy. Uh, pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, so um, this is a first-round exit for the Steelers. Just wondering what you thought this might mean for Coach Tomlin. I put that in my next note here. Yeah. Mike, anybody who needs, or is talking about Mike Tomlin going or you're hating on him or something like that, mm-hmm. shut your mouth. Because <laughs> really? he's, he's a good coach. He deserves another chance at Pittsburgh. They've made some mistakes, I think, uh, as far as Najee Harris goes. Maybe he's not the right guy there. And they had some quarterback issues as well. Yeah, you know? for sure. So, But, I mean, he's he, we always talk about him having not ever had a losing season, yeah. right, which is true. But he's 8-10 in the playoffs. Yeah. So, yeah. after – I mean, yeah. so I don't know about – you know what? It seems like, especially right around this time this year, a lot of uh, franchises or teams are getting a little impatient there's some, yeah. You know, I, I see they stick with them. And I, I, they were missing their best defensive piece. Not, I don't think it made a bunch of a difference. But T.J. Watt wasn't in there, and he's a disruptor. He's a yeah, that's kind true. of guy. So um, yeah, but yeah they're, and they'll be good. It, I think he sticks around too. It looks I, like he he yeah. will. So 
right, on to the next one. And somebody's already been told to be sticking around. Packers 48 at Dallas Cowboys 32. Another disappointing end of the season for the Cowboys. Uh, give me some numbers real quick, and then we'll get into the game a little more. Dak sure. Prescott ended up – it was a lot of garbage time stuff, but 403 mm-hmm. yards passing, three touchdowns, two INTs for pick sixes in the first half, which were the real killer. I mean, they really put him in a big hole. Uh, and then Jordan Love, and this is how we talked about him. He is the future for Green Bay more than likely. 272 yards passing, three TDs. And I've been a big fan of Aaron Jones for a long time, 100 yard, 18 yards rushing and mm-hmm. three, three TDs. Uh, Romeo Dobbs, 151 yards receive, uh, receiving and a touchdown. So so here's my huge upset, huge right? Upset. Yeah, this is the game we're Dallas. talking about that I you know, ended up with dischance hands because of. But so my problem is I'm still reeling from this loss. And I'm not even, I'm not a Cowboys fan at all. But when it comes to this team, I feel like there are certain things you just can't deny. This is a good team. This is a good Dallas team. Absolutely. So, C.D. Lamb, he's led the league in receptions for a bit, right? Finished the regular season with 1,700-plus yards, number two yep. in the league. Yep. Dakota Prescott, again, right? You finished the league, uh, finished the season, rather, 4,500-plus yards, 36 TDs, a QBR 105. That's two in the league on the regular season behind Brock Purdy, Absolutely. right? And Tony Pollard rushed for over 1,000 this season. Micah Parsons, since he transitioned to edge rusher, which he happens to be very, very good at, yeah. 14 sacks yeah. on the season. Dallas basically, in my opinion, has what I will call an embarrassment of riches when it comes to football so they and what happened. They had everything in their favor. They're everything. at home. They're the two seed. At home. Right, they're playing the seventh, who should be a seventeen. Although we'll talk about Green Bay a time more when we get to the divisions. Right, but a team they should beat. I mean, they were heavily favored to beat. Yeah, and then they laid an absolute egg at home. I mean, it was really over after the first half. It really was. What happened? So well, I don't, I don't, I just don't get it. I feel like a first round exit for this team in particular is like inexcusable, especially on this year. When yeah. things were lining up. We were talked about it in the last show we recorded about them seeing San Francisco again, a chance yeah. for the rematch from earlier in the year, and, uh, and, and an exit in a big way. Okay, on to the next one. We'll go Rams-Lions, which is super exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked the Rams, and it was that game could have gone either way. Okay. Uh, and you had the Lions, and I was happy to see if the Lions, I've never seen a stadium. Or I haven't seen a stadium yes. like that in a long Real, time. I'm so, so sorry to interrupt. Oh, cool. i got to call time. Real quick, if we could go back to, to the previous. just okay. the, not, not Dallas. Well, I know Jerry Jones is not getting any sleep. He can't be getting any sleep at night. But um, the Jordan Love on the other side, you mentioned him. He definitely is going to be the future there. Just... Um, he had an incredible in-season improvement, oh, like in his game. Oh, you are okay. Can sorry, we get to the next. We have more game with. Green oh Green. no, no. Okay, okay, got it, got it, got it. So back to Rams Lions. Real okay, quick. sorry. Um, we won't go too far into this one because we all okay. know what happened. It was fun to watch the matchup, Stafford Golf. We all know the storylines there. Um, it was really fun to see that city's reaction. See Eminem go out there and ask Stafford, yeah. "Can you let us have this one, please?" The city <laughs> needs us, and they got it. Yeah, uh, their first playoff win in 32 years. Puka Nakua, you and I have been high on him for most of the year. 181 yards receiving, one touchdown. One question, real quick about that. As he supplanted Cooper Cup as the number one for the Rams, uh, he is the future he there. Is, yeah. He is the future there. I don't want to say supplant. I mean, I think Cooper Cup has still got plenty left, but he's definitely next up. I see one going up, but I'm going down. Stafford, an outstanding game. People were saying he was kind of slowing down too. 367 yeah. yards passing, two touchdowns, and then our favorite name in football, Amon Ross St. Brown, is 110 mm-hmm. yards receiving. Yeah. So. All right, so that's yeah. it for that one. One last one. I know this one hits home for you a little bit, too. Yeah. But, I mean, good Lord. <laughs> talk, talk about going the wrong way for the last six or seven weeks. The Eagles, oh, they, man. Were kind of, they were kind of embarrassed by the Bucs. Yeah. Uh, 32-9, Tampa over Philadelphia. And here we are again. After an 11-0 start this season, the Eagles crashed out in a very ugly way. In the they just round. continued on that downward they just never spiral. They just, yeah, so, they so couldn't get a hold happens, of it. Um, six or seven weeks ago, it just continued. And it mm-hmm. never, never really went away. 
They, yeah. they got that miracle overtime win against Buffalo, which is a very exciting game. Like right. Thanksgiving-ish. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it was just downhill after downhill. Losing to the teams that are not very good, really. They lost yeah. to the Giants, lost to Arizona. And Tampa, yes, they're a playoff team, but they're I not know, But you know team. what? I, I, I got to say, Tampa, though, I feel like they, the, with their performance this season, they've kind of set the bar high for themselves for next year. I feel like. So, Baker Mayfield, I think at one time he was, he's been called a bust. It was kind of a touch and go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. With his career. Yeah. And so, it took me back to a discussion we've had a couple of times Um the Tom Brady comments about the time it takes to develop a quarterback. 100%. So Baker Mayfield has been in the league, I think, seven seasons. He's known four teams in seven seasons. And I think on average I saw, I read someplace that it takes about four years yeah. to truly develop. It not And not so much that they're getting better at, like, um, accuracy. But what develops is decision-making yeah. And being able to process the information that they're getting, he made like a very on good decision in that game. exactly. And so he's come, yeah. he's come a long way. And then he's still Mike Evans, twelve hundred on the season, twelve hundred yards. Yeah. Rashid White, um, Rashad White, yeah. nine hundred, almost a thousand yards, six yep. TDs on the season. So I think people are going to be looking for a lot come next well, season from them. A good team in a division, which I think all those pieces will remain next year. I'd be very yeah, surprised. Absolutely, I think so too. All right, yep. that wraps us off for the wild card on to the divisional. We'll be all cut up again. We'll start with the first game of the week, which is that same Houston team has to go to a very difficult place. They went to Baltimore to play the Ravens. Yeah. And Lamar had a coming out party through in the playoffs. He's had some difficulties <laughs> yes. in the past, but he did in this one. An absolute yeah. offensive clinic for Mr. Jackson. 152 mm-hmm. yards passing, two touchdowns. 100 yards rushing, two touchdowns. Um, yeah. And just an absolute clinic. That game was kind of over by the third quarter. But I'll go back to Houston real quick. We talked about it a tiny bit just a minute yeah. ago. A lot to look forward to the Texans next year. Do you see C.J. Stroud and Tank Dell's first-round fantasy picks next year? Absolutely. Yeah, I can't for see it. Sure. I can't see it as not. Yep. Definitely in the top three. Yeah. And, and honestly, I, think, I, I, took, I stole them in the seventh or eighth yeah. round, and I had to trade them away side issues. But I saw the talent, and I've always talked about this. Guys who come out of Ohio State and Alabama quarterback-wise are mm-hmm. very well-prepared for the NFL. Oh, I mean, uh, well. And, and he was. Hey, he's he's showing yeah. <laughs> it at this point. So they're for sure in fantasy going to be up way up there. Okay. Any more on the Ravens Texans game? It was kind of a one sided game. The Ravens defense to do what they do. Absolutely. Was, well, you know what? To start that game, if you watched, that, well, it was it was it was, it was competitive was. in the beginning, right? They went into the half at ten ten. Yeah. And uh, Lamar Jackson had something to say about that in the <laughs> locker room. Apparently, read his team the riot act, and uh, they came out and. You know, played like he truly lit a fire under them. So sure did. Um, yeah, we'll talk a little more about the Ravens later. But yeah, a big half from them and an exciting game to look forward to going forward. Any more on that one? I think yeah. I, I yeah. I mean, I know we'll get to it more later, but I think he is like tunnel vision on that on the ty- on yeah. that Super Bowl game. Has to be so. All right, on to the the biggest one. This is the most watched divisional playoff game ever. Kansas City Chiefs beat the Bills twenty seven twenty four in Buffalo. Another missed field goal for the Bills. Uh, Who my knows heart broke for him. But, I mean, that have been a tie game. The script changes a little bit. Instead, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. Chiefs got a couple first downs and game over. The Bills are now 0-3 versus the Chiefs in the playoffs. So, uh, over the last, call five years now. Uh, Travis Kelsey, 75 yards, receiving two touchdowns. Isaiah, Isaiah Pacheco, 97 yards, rushing a touchdown. On the other side of the ball, Superman Josh Allen got his 186 yards passing in a TD and 72 yards rushing in two DDs. So why can't why, the Bills can beat the Chiefs in the regular season? They did it this year. Why can't they beat him in the playoffs? You know what? Um, Josh Allen got a lot of backlash for this loss, which I think was a little undeserved. He in, was that. In my he, he, he was. He yeah. was everything. And 
Um, I don't know if it's a lights too bright kind of thing, pressure is mounting kind of thing. And um, just Josh Allen really plays like he like I'm he's going for it. 100%. He is. And so I think some of that may um I don't know, may get in the way of himself just a little bit in terms of like decision making and stuff like that. But in this case, um, like you said, that missed field goal. I think he should be given a lot of credit. He got his team in a very tough game into a a winnable position, or at least to tie it, right? And everybody's got to do their job. So everybody can't come up short. Like so he they gotta rely on each other. And then this time I think he was a little he was let down by that uh, special teams and that defense. Uh in, in this case. I don't think he deserves much of the backlash that he's getting. For me, if you talk about true meaning of MVP, the most important player on any team, yeah. it's either him or Lamar Jackson. It really is. Because without them, those teams aren't where they are. They're just not. This, this is true. So. I, I mean, Pat Mahomes will always be in that discussion, too. He does you know? get help, though, from a good defense that shows up. He, he right. Well, that's. I think that's. this is the first time we're seeing that, though. And so he was probably deserving of it in the past yep. years that he's gotten it. So, yeah. Do the Bills find a way to get past? Because past Andy Reid and the Chiefs, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens going forward. I think that they're after they're after, you know what I had in my notes because we talked about it at the beginning of the season and we mentioned them as being one of the teams whose window is closing. I agree. It is closing. It's, it's, it's a notch down now for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so depending on um, what the off season looks like for them, I don't know what, you know, what moves they may be playing, but it's gotta be addressed because it's, 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 narrowing for sure. Miami will be good again next year. They were a little beat up. Yeah. Close. They will be good again. The Jets could be better next year. We'll I think the Jets will like. be better. If Aaron Rodgers back, I, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to the Jets next year. That division could be a little so, more competitive. Yeah. Um, they're going to have to find a way they would get past the elite teams. I mean, they can't get past Kansas City, Cincinnati, mm-hmm. those kind of teams that have knocked them out in the last yeah. few years. So. Yeah. Um, and they okay. could maybe get an, another uh, receiver to a little more yeah. help around there, too. Can, he did kind he, of disappear. He did. The yeah, year. towards the end. Of, yeah. So, um, Still a very close, very competitive game. It could have gone either way. That he hits that field goal. Maybe we're talking about something different. However, another loss. That's yeah. what matters. All right, know. on to the next. We'll circle back to Jordan Love here. The yeah. Packers and the 49ers. The 49ers survive in the rain. Kyle mm-hmm. Shanahan gets his first come-from-behind win. Uh, the Niners' defense bent, but it didn't break, including a game-sealing INT from uh, Dre Greenlaw. He had two in the game. One was the second one she actually called. Mm-hmm. And this guy, who in my opinion probably will get the MVP, Christian McCaffrey, carries the offense again with 98 yards, two touchdowns. And I put yeah. down 40 yards receiving or somewhere around there. George Kittle, 81 yards receiving and a touchdown. Uh, Jordan Love, these numbers aren't quite accurate because that last INT throw was just trying to make something happen. He's throwing against right. himself, I know. against yeah. his body, back to the middle field. It counts, never, though. It counts. You, it'll it'll never, count. What he did, you yeah. never do. They teach you that when you're a little guy. Don't ever yeah. throw against your body back to the middle of the field. Uh, so, but 194 yards, two TDs, two interceptions for him. Aaron Jones again, 108 yards rushing. I think Love has a big future and a big payday coming this offseason. I oh, think yeah. Green Bay was very well coached. And we'll go back to Dallas real now. Mm-hmm. Uh, very well prepared for Dallas. That mm-hmm. defense was that secondary is very good. Yeah. Know, for, for Green Bay. For Green Bay. It, yeah, mm-hmm. it is. It played it played well against the number one and the What else can you ask for as a 17? <laughs> right. Played very well against it. And you you knocked Debo Samuel out of the game, mm-hmm. which you know who knows that's a freak thing. He kind of ran his own guy. He took care of Dallas for the most part, which has Ferguson, um, CD. CD had a decent game, 100 yards, but I mean, he didn't have a huge game. He had three touchdowns. Right. And, all that stuff. and they shut down two pick sixes against Dak. Mm-hmm. He did pretty good against uh, Purdy. He did have the game-winning drive there at the end to, to seal it, although it was a rushing touchdown from McCaffrey that did it. But he uh, drove right. it on the field. Got it on the field. So the one pass uh, to the middle of the field I thought was going to be an interception from Purdy on mm-hmm. that drive. 
but by some miracle, it gets, <laughs> it gets plucked out of the sky and then they get a first down. Right. Um, can't take anything away from Green Bay. They, no. they, they played very towards the stretch. And they had to win certain games just to get into the playoffs to get that seven seed. They did that. They I know. There. They knock off Dallas <laughs> and they come, I would say, very close they, to, to taking it from San Francisco. That game with five lead changes, six lead changes, right. something like they, that. That was close. Yeah. Every San Francisco fan had to be sweating bullets yeah. towards oh, the, the end of that game. That, yeah. all, that, it, they did more than anyone thought. They got closer than anyone thought yeah. they would by any stretch. So, I mean, the, the comments were going crazy that they were just going to get stomped all over by the Niners, and that is obviously not what happened at all. Everyone, and myself included, thought when I saw the NFC the way it shaped out, I was like, the Niners got this easily. They're going right. to win two home games, right. no problem, and move on. But, eh, no, it got close, but the, I, the point that I wanted to make with Jordan Love, right, yeah. was that it, it was like midseason, he was struck by lightning. Oh, yeah. So... If you look at his numbers, this a sharp incline from week five to nine. He was a QBR of seventy five point six. Week ten mm-hmm. to thirteen, that jumped to one hundred four point seven. Great decision. Steady increase. Then fourteen to eighteen, jumped again to one ten point one. Literally watched him get better, better. Fight his way into the playoffs, just like you said. They had to win a stretch out even to make it in. And then, I'm really, I think. Um, this league should definitely take, I think, Jordan Love's performance. And really the whole Packers offense, like you said, this is kind of like, in my opinion, for the league, a warning shot, like right across the bow. Like, we're here. This is – this is. What do you think changed? Now, I'm a fan of their head coach, and he's a very good friend of Shanahan, yeah. Matt LaFleur. Do you think it was his coaching and his influence and or just changing the scheme? What do you think changed in the middle of the year? So – to go back to, I think it's a combination of those things. I think for sure the coaching, right? But also we look at Jordan Love. People always like to say he's not a rookie. He's, he's been not, in the no, year for, he's been, for he's been in the league. Right. And so it goes back to that whole development. thing. It's like a light coming on. Like, I, I got it. You know? Like you said, do we go back to TB12 saying? We go right back to, I mean, and he is, I mean, we're not calling him the best to ever do it for no reason. He's no. clearly got a very high football IQ and everything that he is saying is kind of coming to fruition and becoming clearer and clearer as we see games or guys like Jordan Love and doing the things yeah. that they're doing at this point in their careers. This, I, I think Jordan Love's going to be very, very good. I'm excited for him next year, too. I'm excited, too. I'm excited for that whole division next year. Yeah. Actually, that could be fun to watch. Yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So that's for that one. And the last of right. the divisional games, this was a very competitive game, too. Uh, Tampa Bay Bucks go up to Detroit. They lost 31-23. Detroit hangs on with some right. interesting kind of finish there, but a lot of back and forth in that game. Baker Mayfield, a good game. 340 mm-hmm. yards passing, three TDs, uh, two INTs, the one at the end of the game, too. Mike Evans, we talked about him a second ago, 147 yards receiving and a touchdown. Yeah. On the Detroit side, Jared Goff, 287 yards, two TDs. Jamar Gibbs, my rookie favorite, 74 yards <laughs> and rushing TD. And I think we already covered this question earlier. Right Baker is going to be their quarterback. He's, I think so. I think he's going yep. to, unless they make some I crazy think I moves. see a future for him, that, which would be ridiculous. Yeah. He, he did. He had a great season. And he carried them into, into here. I mean, that's pretty right. good into the divisionals. For mm-hmm. a division that was mostly written off, you know, Atlanta, eh, you know, yeah. New Orleans, eh, so. At any rate, so back to the happenings around the NFL. Let's go with the uh, movement now in the league trades, movement, hiring, firings. What you got, Joe? I'm going to start with some movement. We have one Zach Ertz. There's a I saw man, that. Blast I like the, it, though. Last from the past move. Yeah. So I didn't write the guy's name down. I can't remember. The backup to Mr. Sam Laporta is injured. 
So they mm-hmm. went out and they grabbed another tight end. And if you want one who's got a lot of history, you know, yeah. he played really well for the Eagles for a long time, played pretty good for Arizona, Mr. Ertz. He did, and so he got hurt a little bit in the he beginning. He did get a little right. hurt a little bit, but he's, he still he knows the plays, he knows the field, he knows how to play. Yeah. So that could be a little bit of help against the Niners. Niners are very good against tight ends because of Mr. Greenlaw and the, the linebacking core there is truly fantastic. But, mm-hmm. you know, they'll have to find the border if they're going to win that game. So, And they'll have yeah. to find the backup, and Ertz is a good one. So if not I just like for it. that, for the blocking and stuff, yeah. So I think yeah. that was a good pickup. Um, the only other one I have, and I'll get to the next one in injury. So that's really the only movement pickup. Okay. So we'll go into the hirings and firings now. A couple big ones. A lot of big ones, actually. Pete yeah. Carroll. I was stunned. Pete Carroll. Were you shocked? I was shocked. I'm going to get yeah. 137 wins, 89 loss, one tie over 14 seasons, including one, two, one Super Bowl win and two divisional. Right. right. Yeah, one, one Super Bowl win. And two yeah, lost the other. Yeah. Two divisions. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next one, uh, Ron Rivera's been around the league for a long time. He went really far with Carolina once upon a time. Not so great with the Commandos. Right. 26 and 40 with one tie over four seasons. Um, has a future as a very, very good defensive coordinator. So I can mm-hmm. see that if he doesn't go somewhere else as a head coach. Okay. Pete Carroll, just going to say it, is staying on with the Seahawks in a consultant role. So, his, so far. Yeah, so, I think so far. that – so I was going to ask about that. Apparently – did you see the press conference? It was a pretty emotional. It was emotional. For him. Um, I think he definitely wanted to stay there. Yeah. Was, he said, it, and he mentioned that he fought kind of hard, or he sold himself very hard in those meetings they were having to determine a piece. So I kind of I felt bad for him, but um, I do think that once he gathers himself again, I think he's so emotional that maybe even considering something else right now is a, is oh a lot for him. But I I think he will land someplace else. And I saw a little like rumor has it or word on the street is that Seattle's got their eye on Dallas's Dan Quinn. That'd be interesting. That what do, what would that mean for Dallas next year? Yeah, Dallas is going to have some interesting. They, they already kind of came out said they're going to keep McCarthy, so which was shocking. Which was shocking. And then Dan Quinn's a great coach, so I mean that that could help their defense. Right, their defense could use a little help. It's not a bad defense. And don't forget they lost uh, Diggs early in the year, right? So that hurt a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Pro Bowler. Yeah, that might help. I I don't know. I think Dallas has a question mark. I kind of scratched my head with McCarthy too. Right. I, I think that would be very bad for Dallas to start over with another defensive coordinator. Uh, but agreed. so agreed. Agreed. Um, Pete Carroll's a great coach. There's you know that cloud around him from USC days, you know, and mm-hmm. all that scandal stuff. But he left and went into the pros. But uh, you know, a national title winning coach in college yep. and a Super Bowl winning coach in the pros. So yeah, he lands someplace else for sure. Quite a career. Yeah. All right, so that's him. We talked about Mr. Rivera. Now on to Mr. Arthur Smith. 21-30 and 30 over three seasons with the Falcons. The Falcons lost four of their last five to miss the playoffs. Um, does he have a future somewhere? Uh, probably in some coordinator role. I don't no, see him taking the head, head coach I don't see head position either. anywhere. So we'll get into this man people we've heard of a little later, some guy named Bill. We'll <laughs> talk about him taking that job in Atlanta. I think that'd be a good fit. No. I don't like Atlanta for Bill Belichick at all. So I was hoping that (laughs) Jerry Jones would not keep Mike McCarthy. And that's where Bill Belichick would land. But you know what? And so in kind of, you know, reading all the articles and what everybody is saying. And so there's some talk that teams are actively pursuing Belichick, just not openly. Like it's being kept very quiet, including teams that have not actually freed up the head coach position. So they've talked about the Eagles. Even though it looks like they're going to stay with Sirianni, um, so there have been kind of rumors like these uh, little backdoor meetings of, you know, I would love of to where he's going. I really would. 
you would love to have no no what's going on with Sirianni oh, okay in that locker yeah. room and what what happened they, they I, know, should fire him, I know but I would love to know how you go from so I'm 11 to no you're tearing teams right. up it's yeah, so Jacob, sorry, here comes the Super Bowl again to you know flatter your face of him. Yeah, I know your theory was AJ Brown, and it, it could be. It, yeah. I mean, he, he kept, seems like he yeah. show up in the last game. It, it, yeah, who knows? <laughs> That's very yeah, true too. Uh, he is. Oh God, he's reminiscent of the, the, another wide receiver diva from Owens? Dallas. No, um, Michael Irvin. No, oh, I like Michael Irvin though. He. Oh God, not Michael Irvin. Oh, I can't think of his. It'll come to me. Right. But he is. He reminds me of him. Kind of. Um, yeah, but I was thinking that Belichick could be good in Dallas. And I don't like Atlanta for him because if it's a title that he's if he's looking for another Super Bowl, he's, he's not. Right. He's got a couple more years left and Atlanta's still kind of a long way away from that. I got more in Belichick, so keep that in your pocket. We'll, we'll go to another expatriate, so all the tree here. Mike okay. Rabel, 54 and 45 over 16 seasons, including a trip to the FC title game in mm-hmm. 2019. Uh, Vrabel has already been replaced by Brian Callahan, who was the Bengals' offensive coordinator for the last five years. Um, I think that was a mistake firing Vrabel. Really yeah. Do. That Titans yeah. team is good, and it's well-coached. They play fundamental football. Mm-hmm. I think that was a knee-jerk from not making the playoffs and having a rough year, um, but but not not a good one, and we'll see how. Uh, yeah. Callahan I think he's, there. there's several places that still have not named he a head coach. coach. He will go. Yeah. So um, like, we're talking the Chargers, the yeah. Commanders. There's several that, yeah. that was a super odd one. On to yeah. the next one, Antonio Pierce, who everybody likes, uh, yes. named coach of the Raiders about a week ago now. Yep. Uh, he's a real players coach. Devontae Adams came out and said, I'd run through a brick wall for that man. <laughs> so if you have your players saying right. for that, you. So. Right. I think Max Crosby was the same way. Yeah. So I think that'll be interesting to see. That will be interesting to see. The hard-nosed football might serve them well. I mean, yeah. we saw what they did this year under him. They went to Kansas City and got that W, which is not an easy thing to do. Yeah. So. Do we know who's going to be on hard knocks? Maybe it'll be the Raiders. Maybe. That'd how, be awesome. How fun would that be? Yeah. All right. Now we're going to circle back to Mr. Belichick. 302 wins, 165 wins throughout his career with Cleveland and New England. Mm-hmm. Caveat here, asterisk, if you will. Okay. 82 and 98 without Tom Brady. Yeah. So okay. a losing record without Brady. With Brady, dominant. Uh, 23 seasons with the Patriots and the Browns. Six Super Bowl rings uh, with all with the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Uh, replaced now by former first-round pick at linebacker by the Patriots, uh, Gerard Mayo. Mayo, right. Yeah. Now the youngest 37 years old, yeah. youngest coach in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Lots of rebuilding to do. My projections for next year, they are the worst team in that division. So they have a lot to do. Yes. A lot I think do. that's accurate for sure. And I think, you know what is happening in my opinion? So we sh- we're seeing your Pete Carroll's, Bill Belichick, those guys. Um, how much do you think they're losing touch with some with how much the game has changed over the time span that they have been coaching and have they been able to make, do you think adequate adjustments to players and schemes and how, because we saw that, that pass first, that, you know what I mean? I the heavy offense. I think you need to be innovative. You look at the very best of, my, of that generation, about all the same age as Andy Reid. Innovative okay. genius. This is true. Yeah. However, you have to have the pieces on the field. Andy right. Reid's had, if you look at his career, what he had in Philadelphia, he had mm-hmm. fantastic quarterbacks. And since he was gifted, since he got to Kansas City, they have Patrick Mahomes the last six years. Right. I mean, that's huge. Yeah. That's huge. Belichick had Brady, and look what they did. Yeah. Since no Brady, <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pete Carroll, same thing. He had a fantastic. You have to have your general on the field. If you don't have a general on the field, it doesn't matter how good a coach you are. But the but the difference in, in that, I think, though, when you say you mentioned what he did with Brady, of course, yeah. can't be denied. But Brady himself is kind of an old school type guy. As we've met, we've talked a couple of times about some of the yeah. things that he said around development and what these guys should yeah. be learning and doing on the, so even that, like, I think 
as it changes quite a bit. And Patrick Mahomes was one of the people like right on the forefront of this change with this these huge offenses, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, you're correct to speak to Andy Reid in terms of him being able to make the necessary adjustments and change with yeah. the league. But he's always been that way. He's been an offensive guy. Who okay. Looks next is always kind of guy who says, you know, I can make this offense change. He right. Is, yeah. So how much of do you think the lack of that, I don't want to call it innovation, but that adaptation for some of the older school-minded coaches is playing I think that's a role in how they're it still works, so but you have again you have to have the pieces. The only yeah. there's only a couple teams around the league that still play that run first, you know, play great mm-hmm. defense. Tennessee's won and worked from for a while with Rabel. There's a few, but the, the game, Steelers, the Steelers, but the game has changed. It's turned into a pass first right. in the game. Yeah. That's what the public wants. That's what the world wants. They want points. They want spreads. They want to like end the stuff. Yeah. Um, do I think there's a place for for Belichick and Carroll and those kind of guys? Absolutely. Yeah. A- absolutely. Uh, Belichick's a defensive guy. That's his background. Mm-hmm. Carroll's an offensive guy. Um, there is room for both of them in this league, in my opinion. Right. Does the game change? Sure, it has I, changed. I didn't realize that Carroll being an offensive guy, look at what he had in Seattle around defense. So, yeah. Yeah. so I mean, yeah. best and, of both worlds. Interesting, yeah. interesting. All right, on to the news and headlines. We're going to talk about Lamar Jackson and the Ravens making history. Lamar Jackson, fastest quarterback to 5,000 yards rushing. Mm-hmm. Also, Jackson became the first NFL player, history, regular or postseason, to record two passing touchdowns rushing touchdowns, rush for at least 100 yards, and record a 100-passer rating in a single game. Now, just give me some numbers on Jackson here. Prior okay. to this game, Lamar was 1-3 in the playoffs, 0-2 at home, four touchdowns, seven turnovers. Do you think he's turned a corner? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got – he is going for the Super Bowl win. Nothing's keeping him from it. <laughs> and he's playing like it. So this is going to be, I think, an incredible season for, for Lamar Jackson. I mean, it has already been, but he's going to finish out big. That's my 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 prediction for him. So, yeah. Game in just a couple minutes here. Mm-hmm. All right. So the next one, longest uh, Lions, best season ever in the yeah. Super Bowl era. 12-5 and five on the season. Uh, last time they were in the NFC Championship was 1992 against mm-hmm. the Washington Redskins at the time. Yeah. Um, whatever happens, Dan Campbell and Detroit have done a fantastic job. Whatever happens. Absolutely. Win, lose, whatever. But Even though I hate that. Amazing, but, I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I heard it a lot around the Green Bay and the Bucks. Like, whatever happens. We yeah. we played a good – you want to win, though, still. You, you do play to win the, you play yeah. to win the game. I'm yes. quoting here. Right. You but, don't uh, play well, – I forget. Who was that uh, – Richard Sherman, you don't play to not lose. You play to yeah, win. You play to win. Yeah. I don't think they go into – we'll get to this game here in just a minute. I don't think they go to San Francisco and get embarrassed. I really don't. I don't think they – Okay. They come no. Say, I really? Think, I don't think they get run over. I'm a little bit uh, – to be honest, I'm a little nervous for them. Okay. I'm a little – because I feel like San Francisco had that uh, time off when they ran up against the Packers, and that's done with. They're all warmed up and ready to go right now. So I'm a little nervous for Detroit. Break that game team. down in full in just a sec. My last player here to touch on, Pat Mahomes. Six years in the league, six conference championship appearances. Yes. Mahomes in the playoffs, 13-3. and 4,561 yeah. yards passing, 38 touchdowns, only seven INTs. Two of the three losses came against the same guy, mm-hmm. the GOAT, TB12, the Super yes. Bowl loss, and then one with the Patriots. You would be hard-pressed to find a better start to an NFL career than Pat Mahomes. So, yeah, he – and he's not rolling over easily at all, like coming out of this. Even So we talked about the Chiefs having a little bit of a struggle offensively, right? right? And then they had the defense that was carrying him for a bit. Pat Mahomes is not 
rolling over at all. He's still no. like fighting. He's gonna. He look at. No. He's landed here in another conference championship. So this will be seven and seven. Yep. So it, it, this is crazy. I don't know that it has actually been done. But and they're still the. They are the hurdle that you gotta get if you're gonna go out of the AFC to this. There yep. it goes through Kansas City. You're gonna have to get over them. Yeah. All right, quick little injury report. I only got two in here. Uh, Debo okay. Samuel, I think everybody's aware of. Same shoulder problem he's had since Cleveland earlier this year. The yeah. airline thing reported not to be broken. A game-time decision. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a huge thing for the Niners. When he's out there, that's a different offense. Yeah. So um, they did what they need to. And it, don't, don't get me wrong. They're loaded. There's still pieces everywhere. We'll break that theme in a second. But he's a changer when he's out there. So mm-hmm. we'll see. That's a, He looked like a lot of pain when he was coming off the field. And someone, Mark Andrews, returned from the IR. Mark Andrews, I did see that. They kept him out of the game against Houston in the end. They really didn't need him. Questionable against the Chiefs. He okay. will probably be suited up and probably ready to play. Yeah. Isaiah likely has done well in his absence, but Mark Andrews is Mark Andrews. Mark, I know. So, and um, he is the favorite of Lamar Jackson, yeah. was for a long time. So, so. How fun would it be to see Kelsey and Andrews in the field? I know. So This is going to be a good game. Two of the best. All right. This season's conference championships are just around the corner. And, of course, in the postseason, we are no longer having to keep an eye on, but just a couple games to make picks on. But before we do that, let's take a quick look back uh, last week, which for us will be the wild card weekend and see how we did. I'll yeah. go ahead and tell you we both did really bad. Okay. <laughs> we, were both, so. we were both two and four. Uh-oh. I'll go through just real quickly. Both had Cleveland. We were lovers of Cleveland this year. Yep. We both had Buffalo, who wiped the floor with the Steelers. Mm-hmm. You had Detroit, got the win. I had the Rams, got the loss. You had Miami. I had the Chiefs. We both had okay. Dallas. Both had Philly. Put us at two and four. Wow. Not so groovy. Um Last week, we did not make picks, so we were both perfect, obviously. <laughs> um, and here we go with this week. We will start with the AFC, the first game on Sunday. Yep. That is the Ravens and the Chiefs in Baltimore. What do you like? I like the Ravens. How amazing, though, is it's going to be Lamar Jackson versus Pat Mahomes to go to the Super Bowl? As a football fan, we've waited for this. This is incredible. Yeah. But I think that, no, I, like I, I just mentioned before, nothing is going to keep Lamar Jackson from advancing into the this Super Bowl. The, he's big on making year. this promise. Remember, he drafted. He was dead last. He comes and he's like, they're going to get a Super Bowl out of me in Detroit. And not Detroit, I'm sorry, in Baltimore. And I promise you that. And I think he is like laser focused on making that happen. Their defense is the best I've seen in Baltimore. So they, they always have a good defense. They yeah. Are. But since Ed Reed, Ray Lewis, that, that. Yes, the def- they, they're very good. They finished top six. They're number six. I yeah. think overall... Rush, no, Rush, they made me fiddle a little bit. I can't remember, but passing, it, it's a very high-ranked defense. They're very good. And they're very good at home. Yeah. I do not see a blowout here. I see a close game because the Chiefs hmm? is not the type to get blown out. And this is another road game. This is the second one, right, right. ever for the Chiefs. Chiefs. So we'll The Chiefs see. are playing well. Their defense is playing well. I'm going to go with you. I think Baltimore gets the home win here. I, yeah. I, I really do. I, Lamar is going to have to have a good game, and I think he does. I okay. think Mahomes has a good game, too. I think this is a competitive game with a lot of back and forth. Um, I could see a lot of running with mm-hmm. Pacheco to start, but if they get behind, they're going to have to put the ball in Mahomes' hands. So, yeah. Yep. And those young receivers. And that secondary. Yeah. I, when, I know we're, when we get down yeah. to the second, but I, I picked uh, my one of the players to watch is, one, is uh, in that secondary for uh, Baltimore. It's going to be it's gonna be good, yeah. Yeah. So I think we're on the same, same but close. Close and exciting. And if you're going to tune in to a Sunday of football all year long, oh, boy, this, this, is, this is the one. I might, I'm going to be unavailable, <laughs> it's, it's, and it pains me every day to think about yeah, it. <laughs> rough. So we're yeah. on agreement with the Ravens there. Um, watch them 
do their thing. And yeah, on yep. to the next one. The Detroit Lions in this magic run visit Santa Clara to play the number one overall star in the playoffs, mm-hmm. seed the 49ers. What do you like there? I like the 49ers. I think that the Lions run stops just prematurely at the Super Bowl and they they suffer a loss to the uh, 49ers. I'm going to agree with you. Everybody knows who listens to this. I'm a 49ers fan. I yeah. agree. I Last game, your words echoed to me. I don't remember this. About six weeks ago, we talked about Brock Purdy and big moments, not mm-hmm. having very many of them. I mean, he had a couple last year in the playoffs and he got hurt against Philly. And this year, I thought about it when I was watching him play this last game. I was like, is he shaking a little bit? Especially in the first half. <laughs> yeah. When he was struggling against the good team, Mitch Alexander and those guys, that's a good secondary. Right. And the Green Bay defense is playing well. Um, but in the end, he did put that drive together to win the yeah. game. So. Detroit's defense, I don't think, is as good as Green Bay's defense. Mm-hmm. I think their offense is a little better. Um, I just don't think Jared Goff has enough. It's kind of a homecoming from him. He's a Cal yeah. guy. He went to Berkeley and all that stuff. Um, I just don't see it. I think the Niners are going and I, I kind of think it might be a blowout, too. Yeah, I, I, so, t- I definitely agree yeah. the Niners are the stronger team overall, I think. So we're going to go with the favorites. Uh, yeah. We'll see if that conspiracy thing about the colors is true. I don't know if you heard about that. So the I colors, have. The, the purple <laughs> we'll and the see. red and all that stuff. I thought that was kind of silly. Somebody was talking about that yesterday. Yes. All right. So we're in agreement with both those games. All right. Well, at this point in the show, we would normally give you guys everybody's uh, favorite, the show up, show out, shit show segment. But with where we are in the season, so few teams playing, we've changed it up just a bit. So this time, we're going to give you our picks for a standout player on each teams. And then next week, we'll circle back and see how they did. How about that? Sounds good to me. All right. First up, Ravens. Who did you pick as your standout for? There's nobody else to say, but it has to be Lamar Jackson. Okay. It has to be the one. Really? This is his show, his game, his time. Like you said, he quoted, came out and said, this is, I'm going to get us a Super Bowl, and that's going to be the day. I had a so. feeling that you would pick Lamar Jackson, so I went defense. Okay. I think that uh, Brandon Seam is a corner. He's allowed one touchdown all season, and it was to Jamar Chase. And it was in garbage time. But he's got two INTs, 11 passes defended. I am looking forward to his uh, a matchup with Rashi Rice, who's my other standout on yeah. the Chiefs team. But yeah. I think that um, the defense is going to have to have a day. Absolutely going to have to have a day. So, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. My, that's my guy. Who'd you go with on the Chiefs? On the Chiefs, I, we flip-flopped here a little bit. I took the whole defense. If they're oh, going okay. to win that game, they have to slow them all down. So Chris yeah. Jones, who got his big payday in the offseason. Yeah. Maybe really. He has to get in there. Willie Gay, their linebacker, has to get in there. Legere Sneed, their fantastic corner. They all have to slow him down. Okay. They have to find a way. So I, just like I said, I went with Rashid Rice, wide receiver, rookie wide receiver. I've been pretty high on him all season long, right? So I honestly think he will solidify the being the number one receiver role there in Kansas City and uh, who Pat Mahomes will look for. To some degree, he already has. He finished the season 938 yards, 79 receptions on 102 targets, 7 TDs. Going to be, I think, a really good matchup. But I think he will also, if they're going to do it, I think he's got to have a day. He can, this drops, all that stuff's got to, no. yeah, got to come to an I end. I don't even so. think is still talking about drops. Kadarius yeah. has been playing in the game. I don't, I'm not sure if he's so. even a starter for that game. Anyway, <laughs> I what so let's bring back to fantasy real quick. Do you see Rashi Rice as a first round pick? Not a first round yet, but he is. I think if um, since we've been doing this and kind of seeing things on a broader landscape, he's definitely like ticking up for for sure. sure. So he may not. I don't think he'll go at least not in a deeper, not in a uh, shallow league. Maybe some deeper leagues, but not a first round yet. 
Yeah. On to the San Francisco 49ers. San Francisco How about 49ers. You go first this time? Let's okay, see. I got your favorite, uh, Christian McCaffrey. I so figured, that's, I figured that's uh, why I made you go first because <laughs> I have the same thing. Yes. That Lions run defense, they rank uh, eighth, I think, uh, allowing less than 100 yards per game. Somehow, I don't think this will apply to CMC, though. So he finished, what, 1,400, just over 1,400 yards on the season, averaging 5.4 per carry. So if they want to win, they're going to have to do something about it him but i think he and they're gonna they're gonna test that that line that run defense for sure have you seen the robin big comparison Robin no. big show from like the 2000s whatever it was, was the no, guy who created no. dc rob deirdrick and he had a bodyguard big old dude mm-hmm. so they compare him to trent williams okay. and christian mccaffrey and they say like that's him running behind that's him. him okay um i couldn't agree more that yeah. offense is christian mccaffrey this is his time to try to get his ring okay and he said yeah. he's my he's my mvp christian mccaffrey mm-hmm. you know um lamar jackson probably get it but for me watching all the games this year I mean, even in the last game, that 35-yard run that he scored to get his first touchdown on that game broke through half of the Packer defense, and that was that was gigantic. Yeah. So McCaffrey for me as well. Okay, on to the Lions. Okay. Who, who do you like there? All right, so Lions, I like um, – I'm going to go with the running back timeshare they got going on there yeah, with Gibbs and Montgomery. One. So after four seasons in Chicago, Montgomery's landed in Detroit this season – Yet to disappoint, right? So this is his first 1,000-yard season since 2020. So he ticked up. He was finishing right about 800, I think, his last couple of years with Chicago. So he got better after yeah. landing here in uh, Detroit. And the rookie, he was one of only two running backs drafted in the first round this this last draft class. Very close to a 1,000-yard season, 945, 5.1 yards Per carry, Lots of good and yards, yeah, and and not even that's not even including the receiving yards and catches. So they will have all they can handle from this uh, two-headed monster in their backfield, and I I think they they have a day too. The 49ers' weakness on defense these days, since Mafunga went out and some other starters at corner, is is their secondary. Mm-hmm. The Detroit has it, and I watched it. They have an excellent chemistry together. Amon Ross, St. Brown, yeah. who I took here, and Jared Goff. Amon Ross needs to have a big game. He does. He needs to get over 100. Yeah. I, I watched the Niners to first, you know, string big name receivers give up a lot of yards throughout the year. Yeah. And so he needs to come out and have a big game. They're good against tight ends, so they'll have a little trouble with that. But yeah. if Amon Ross can have a big game and that can, they can spread the field a little bit, that Amon Ross, he, he, I think next year he moves up. He, he went in the first round so. too, but he moves up, I think, even closer. He was a top three finish yeah. this, this season. I, I have right receivers. I have kept away from their receiving core for a while, but I would certainly, if he's available, I'll certainly be a little yeah. interested. I mean, everyone knows I took the young guy. I like to take young running backs. That's mm-hmm. a secret of mine. But yeah, I, if he has a good game and that receiving core um, has a good game, it'll keep it close. Yeah. It really will. Yep. All right, I like it. guys. I think that will do it for this week. Please do come back and hang out with us again next week. I think we're getting pretty good at this. I think we're almost experts by now. Right. We're, we got 20 episodes under our belt. Nobody can tell us anything. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, where to find us? We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, YouTube, and iHeartRadio. Remember to like, follow, rate, and review us on any of those platforms. The reviews are super important. Not only do they help us get better, but the more you guys rate and review, the faster we move up the podcasting charts. And that's definitely what, what uh, we want. So don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Air It Out Network. And you can support this podcast by clicking on the link in the show description. And thanks again for listening and all the support. Thanks again for uh, to Florida Fade and his Beyond the Arc segment signing off. 
This is the Air It Out Fantasy Football League podcast. Talk to you guys next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye.